Welcome back to your daily dose. It's Bob. Have you ever revisited an old television show that you used to love? How did it stand up over time? Were you super delighted or were you sorely disappointed? In today's episode of The Dose, my buddy Nick takes a second look at South Park, a show that used to amuse and delight him. Listen in as he shares a new take on his old favorite. Enjoy. I was, um, I, I don't know if I'm guilt, what do you call it? Guilty pleasure, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. South Park. Oh, I yeah. I watched South Park in a yeah. hot minute, like years and years, like decade plus. Yeah. Haven't okay. Seriously but you were into it when, when well, it's it on, on one of the streaming services. Yeah, but it was like back in the day, were you into oh, it? Oh yeah, like the first few seasons, it was hilarious because it was so different. Yeah, it was so body. Like there was definitely some gross out humor that I wasn't yeah. into because I just never was. But when they had satire and um, irony, parody, yeah. satire and parody, when they had that going at the same time, they were talking about something uh the current event and they were talking about it in a way that you know not made fun of it but made you question like yeah is that the right thing but then they pulled in like the plot from shawshank redemption or they pulled uh, in the plot from another movie that meant something to you um it, when they hit that man they hit it so well see i i've never seen an episode yeah of Park. yeah and, and it was I, I was completely judging it back in the day i i watched a little piece of it one time and i was like I don't like the voices they're using, <laughs> so I stopped watching it. But it was such a cult classic, uh, you know, back in the day. So many people loved it and found it so hilarious. And so you revisited this. So no. I'm watching it from, I didn't watch it from the very beginning. I'm starting around season five or six, and mm-hmm. I started watching it again. And it's a really, it's a really more interesting time capsule than a lot of other shows because they do satire and parody so often. Mm-hmm. that there's a lot that I am uh, like they're talking about, you know, this is it's circa 2009, 2010 when this is coming out, they're talking about how Apple, nobody reads the terms and conditions of Apple. Like, what are they really asking? Are they really tracking us? And this is such a, a wonderful notion now. Like, yeah. Oh, who cares if they're tracking us? Right. Like there's so much other bad stuff that they're doing with our information. Right. <laughs> like tracking us is the least of our worries. That's so sad and scary. But there's, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't like that without context doesn't mean anything um, that they're making fun of like BP oil spills. Like who cares? Right, right. Like that was years ago and you know, they haven't done anything recently, but there was a Britney Spears one. Oh, right. And so head shaver. Uh, well, it was, they were, they were following her and they were harassing her so much and they were covering her from every angle that, uh, she ends up, well, it's too, it's actually a little too graphic, but it's, it's pretty gross, but they keep hounding her after she takes things into her own hands. Like it is, uh, it's very, it's still very relevant. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see that and try to balance out like the, what is still relevant versus what is just like a throwaway episode versus what is like, this is just so dated that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That, that sounds interesting to me. I didn't realize that it was as topical as it is. Oh yeah. You know, we do, but I guess, you know, not in the first season or so, like the first season was all these ridiculous plot lines. Oh my God, you killed Kenny. Like that was a yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was the, um, Barbara Streisand becoming Mecca, Barbara Streisand. Like that was a big one for a while. So there was nothing really that, um, uh, like current about it. But then I think at some point they started doing 
episodes in six days. So they're oh, animating, wow. they're writing animated and putting it out in six days. I think there's a documentary about it somewhere. So they're able to talk about current events. They're able to talk about stuff that goes on much more quickly than, say, The Simpsons, which takes like a year and a half to put together an episode. I was going to say, can you imagine the pressure cooker that is? Oh, yeah. To get it, to get it, because you have to have it all worked out before anybody starts cutting paper or, or drawing pictures. Well, it's right? all computer. At some point, right. they do computer. You know, they switch over to that, even though it still looks like it's still animated yeah, yeah. in that way. But <laughs> I, just, I, I just showed my ignorance of that. I'm like, what? That's not actually cut out. <laughs> I thought it was like an Eric, first, Eric Carl book. You know, it's like. Yeah, at first it would, definitely was. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I think that pressure, like you're putting something out. Yeah. Speaking of deadlines, you're yeah, putting something true. out, but it's not always going to be great because you're, you're just trying to put something out. Well, but as we discussed before too, volume does lead to quality at some point. In, and there in are the some classic episodes. There are some classic quotable episodes. There's one, as a matter of fact, this is what got me back into it. I was hanging out with my friend Shy, and he quoted the one where they're making fun of eighties ski movies. <laughs> and I watched that one and I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is exactly why. And when you're talking about 80s ski movies, you're talking about those where they come off this enormous mountaintop yep. and come slalom down. The, the preppy guy that's going to close down the um, community center unless somebody beats him in a race, but the guy who has to beat him doesn't know anything about skiing. So he's got to learn. So he goes through a montage and the song <laughs> that is playing during the montage the lyrics are talking about how it's a montage. (laughs) You got to get a montage, montage to get better. You know, like that sort of thing. Love it. Yeah. So that was very self-aware classic. Yeah. But the one where they do the Apple products, um, mixed with the human centipede. Oh, is just so over the top. Like, it's just like, Oh, you didn't realize you were signing to these terms and conditions where Apple can kidnap you and turn you into a human centipede. (laughs) as their new product i was like not as much for me okay but you know something i'm surprised that you wouldn't find that to be hilarious because i I love it from i love it from like an idea but to pull it to make it a 22 minute episode right right oh just too much okay that is too much i assumed i assumed that that was just a a blip a a small piece of it but that was the thrust of it seriously you guys thanks for listening I'm not going to do a Cartman voice. And I wasn't the audience for a lot of the gross-out humor, but I am an overall big fan of what they do and did with South Park. In fact, I kind of want to look back and find the South Parkiest episode there is. The, maybe not South Parkiest, the most Southern Park episode. I'm not sure what to call it, but if you have an idea for scoring categories, let me know. <laughs>